Hello, hello. This is the Vibe with Vic pod. I'm your host, Vic, and welcome to my vibe. So you guys, first and four, since the launch, I have to just give a huge shout out to all my supporters. You guys really came through for me. And it's not like I didn't think you wouldn't. I just was like, I'm just going to throw this out there and let's see how it did. And it had just exceeded the expectations. I don't think I really even had expectations, right? I don't think I've been learning throughout the years when I've been talking about me evolving and whatnot. It's like expectations, how to learn not to have high expectations because when you have high expectations, then you might get disappointed. And I'm pretty sure everybody's been disappointed in their lives. Um, I've seen a lot of disappointment in my life. But I'm a half glass full type person and I just keep on pushing and I'm pushing these podcasts now and forever. I don't know about the forever thing, but for now I am. So welcome back. I'm doing well. I'm having a solid week. The sun's been shining here in Minnesota. Thank God. I'm tired of Mother Nature trying to say, let me just dump some snow on you. Like, girl, I'm going to need you to understand that March is for spring and if we need to go over the definition of spring you can call me at my number you know where to find me okay because this whole like i'm just going to be bipolar until i don't know mid-april and then maybe give you a month of spring and then get a little bit hot and then it's just a cycle and you know they well, you know what they say it's climate change right i believe in it but I just want to see some green grass and some lilies and, and, you know, I want to walk on a path without trying to bust my ass and can we just get a couple of months of it? And let, don't even let me get into the whole thing about a groundhog, right? Because the groundhog died <laughs> and then we had to get his, his substitute, the substitute groundhog. At that point in time, let the groundhog sleep. I don't even care about him. I don't care. Her, him, whatever. I don't care. I don't care about you. I just want to know when Mother Nature's going to let up a little bit, right? So yeah, I guess that was my little low-key rant in the beginning of the pod. But anyway, so let's let's change this. <laughs> let's change the scene, right? Let's talk about some good vibes. So I was thinking, um... In a previous episode, I mentioned like, this is how this is going to go. I'm going to have the good vibe section at the end of the podcast. And I thought about it and it's going to be in the beginning. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to bring the vibes real quick and then we're going to get into the trash and then we're going to end with the rants. And I love it. So the very first shout out of good vibes is going to be Family Finds. Yes. Now, this is near and dear to my heart because the person who actually runs this account, I actually went to high school with them, and they're legit, right? They started this account a couple, few years ago, and they have just been growing and growing through them traveling and trying new restaurants and just going to events, especially around the state of Minnesota. 
so many people that come to the state and act like there's not much to do, but there's actually a lot of things that you can do in the state of Minnesota. And Minneapolis and St. Paul have a lot of places, a lot of new restaurants, so go check them out. They're on IG under Family Finds MN, and just go check out their page, and I'll be collaborating with them, so you'll hear me refer to them a lot, and yeah. I'm excited. I'm good vibes, good vibes. Hey. All right. Let's take a break and then we come back and we're going to get into a reality TV. You say house and I say summer. Summer house. Summer house. You got. If you don't watch Summer House, you should. You should watch it because it is the type of relatable drama, more relatable than the housewives. I mean, these people are 30 something year old, year old people. Um, so you can relate to them because it's good. Premise of Summer House is this. They have the careers Monday through Friday and Friday they head up to the Hamptons to a nice house and they party they rage it actually reminds you of college remember in college you started off at maybe Thursday nights and then you went out Thursday Friday Saturday and then when you got up to be a senior you went out Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday maybe snuck in a Sunday in there maybe maybe <laughs> Was that just me? Was that just me? It was me. Anyways, so Summer House, we are coming fresh off of an emotional conversation between the girls and Amanda. Now, Amanda is engaged to Kyle. They have been dating since 2015. They got engaged in 2018 and... They were supposed to get married back in 2020, but we all know what happened in 2020 that we don't want to talk about, okay? So if you, you know what I'm talking, I don't even know, I don't even need to go there. So we're coming fresh off of the fact that Kyle gets drunk, he starts a talking, and he just, he talks too much. And so when he, in the last episode, he he talked too much and he basically said that him and his fiance have nothing in common except his business because she's the graphic designer that works within his business. So they basically eat and sleep with each other all the time. There's like no breaks. So add in trying to plan a wedding on top of all those things. You literally look at your fiance and you're like, I'm annoyed with you. I love you, but just get out of my face. Just get out of my face. So every single episode of this season has been literally showing how much they were so annoyed with each other. And it hasn't stopped yet. So after he made that comment to Danielle, who then told Paige and the girls, Paige and the girls ended up having a conversation with Amanda. And then Amanda and Kyle, who go to therapy regularly, because... 
And they have, Amanda has trust issues. And she rightfully so should have trust issues because Kyle did cheat on her in the past. So even in saying that, if you're going to take somebody back after they cheated on you, you kind of need to move forward from that. Either you let him go or you move forward. And so it's been taking her a moment. She's moved forward because she accepted that diamond ring. But they still have a lot of red flags and stuff. So we obviously know being in a relationship on reality TV is not easy, right? We've all seen it. I don't think we've all witnessed it because we're not cast members on reality television. Maybe in our own lives, right? Because we have all little dramas in our towns everywhere that nobody wants to talk about, right? Nobody wants to talk about those things, right? Okay. So just imagine when the camera's in front of you the whole time for like season after season, but then again, you sign up for it, right? So that's them. So we get to see the wedding. The wedding's coming up. They're within 30 days of their wedding, like a little bit more than 30 days, but they're within it. And the conversation of a prenup came up and that is going to be the, in this episode and the next week's episode, they're going to have a deeper conversation about it. And it's basically trying to, Kyle's just trying to talk about, talk it through whether or not he should get a prenup because he's an entrepreneur, it's his business and, and whatnot. And Amanda's upset about that. And to me, I'm like, and granted, I'm not an attorney. And I don't really know um, the ins and outs of a prenup. But if you're the graphic designer making all the designs for his business called Loverboy, which is a seltzer, and you guys have probably drank it. Maybe you have. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you should try. Um, I don't know. Like, if I were her, I would be like, okay, maybe we should get a prenup. And maybe I should see how much stake do I have in this company just as much as you do. And I think it might have more to do with money, the financial aspect of it. But still, I don't think he could be selling as much as he does without her piece in it, her part of the craft. And that's all I'm going to say about that, because obviously next week we're going to talk about it. But let's move on to the other hot mess, the biggest hot mess. And that is not even a cast member. It's the guy from another show who's basically sleeping with two cast members and his name is Austin Ugh, you guys I'm he's such a bum and this week Sierra and Lindsay are basic are fighting over him and I just want to know why I literally want to know why there is nothing about Austin that is like cute. I can, I, but you know what? Honestly, I'll, I'll tell the truth right here. When Austin, his first year on Southern Charm, I was like, oh, he's cute. Okay. But that's it. You know, that was it for the first season. Cause then he really started showing his ass and he showed his ass on a consistent basis in Southern Charm. And then he took his ass up to Winter House and this is where I have a problem with him. He's sleeping with two cast members, Lindsay and Sierra. He met Sierra at Winter House. They had a whirlwind romance. 
it was cute for what 14 days yeah okay and Sierra really likes Austin I, I again I don't know why and she doesn't know why either because she keeps saying like I don't know why it is about him but I just like okay girl we get it and I I can't really say that I haven't been in her like her space her spot before I remember being that girl what's confusing is this Lindsay was at Winter House as well and Lindsay liked Austin she thought that they were gonna have a thing until Austin was like I, I see you I look at you like a sister but this episode he has his tongue in her mouth I mean I can't like he he's a bum even his mother thinks that he's a bum and I think that's what really gets me he's like lazy if he didn't have Bravo behind him I'm not quite sure where he would be probably on the streets of Charleston I said it I mean it's it's not true but I'm not sure without the power of Bravo where he would be in his life because he has zero ambition and I don't know about you ladies out there but I know for me if a guy doesn't have ambition you're unattractive to me you need to bring something else to the table besides looks because looks go away and quickly when you get older I mean I quickly for and we'll just leave it as that. So, Austin's a flirt. They call him. He's charming. That's what they say. But literally, this whole episode, it's like Sierra and Lindsay are trying to piss on him as if he's their territory. And they're both being just straight bitches. In my own, like, that's kind of how I feel like it. But I just wanted to reach through the television screen and ask, Sierra why girl like he's doing everything possible to show you that he is not even really interested in you until like you're really up in his face or he's like trying to test you like I I can't stand him like I can't stand him and I can't say that enough I literally can't say that enough and I'm so happy that Lindsay moved out of that space and moved on to Carl who it's again if you've been paying attention to the news outlets you know that Lindsay and Carl are now dating so this is like last summer seeing like the evolution of how they started dating and stuff we haven't gotten to it yet in the show so you know Carl's he looks great Carl looks great I'm not gonna lie I never thought that Carl looked good back in the day but Carl looks great when people get a little coin, they do some things, and he's done some things. And he's gotten sober, too, because drinking used to be an issue for him. And him and Lindsay actually dated a couple seasons ago, or last season. Everything merges together after a while, so just bear with me, okay? Carl looks good, and he has a girl up there for this weekend for Lindsay's birthday party, and I don't know if I really liked her. I feel like some of her comments to Carl were just like okay that's great you tell him that his breath smells and then you're like I'm just kidding you're not kidding girl hand him a breath mint or and or just be quiet you know what I mean just be quiet she's so irritating but hey again she's not gonna be there for long so don't really care um did we talk about Paige we haven't talked about Paige yet I, I 
like Paige. I think Paige is cool. I think she just, I think I need to act like more of her in my dating world sometimes because Paige, had, she got it right. She dates multiple guys and she was dating Andrea, who Andrea's pretty new too. He was, he came into Winter House and then he came over to Summer House and he has a nice body and he's Italian and, you know. He's easy on the eyes, you guys. He's definitely easy on the eyes. Um, and then you have Craig. He's from Southern Charm, and he's best friends with Austin. But this episode, it's like Paige gave Craig a ultimatum, like either let me know that you like me or we're done. And, you know, Craig showed that he liked her, shows up in New York, spends some time with her, and she's fallen for him. But then they have this conversation about being exclusive. And I don't really necessarily think that they were on the same page with that from what Craig was saying. Um, but she just went with it because she really likes Craig. So I'm going to support her. I still support. She's cool. I like her. I like her flavor and stuff. So we're just going to watch the evolution of, of Paige and Craig. And I'm just going to roll with it because it's, it's, it's good. It's good things are coming. But next week is going to be intense, you guys. And I'm so excited. If you saw the previews of the show before it started airing this season, then you would have seen that there's going to be a huge argument. And we are coming up on that episode next week. So, please, get caught up. Because the drama is coming. And this episode this week was the calm before the storm the calm before the storm and I'm excited because the drama is coming I want to see the evolution of it I need to dissect it so on that note I'm going to take a break and we're going to come back and we are going to talk about I'm going to leave it as a surprise I'm going to leave it as a surprise it's either going to be housewives or something else Stay tuned. So I told you guys, I said, I'm going to surprise you. And sometimes I'm going to throw curveballs at you guys. And this is a curveball. This is a small group that I know of that still watch the show. But this show still has a pretty decent following on Twitter. Do you like that English accent of mine? Twitter. Um, I want to let you go. Fresh trash. This is not it. Hot trash. It's not it either. This is yesterday's trash. Right? Teen Mom 2. Did you sit in it a little bit? Did you just, did you push back from wherever you were sitting at and be like, not Teen Mom too. I told you. I told you that my loyalty runs deep. And it runs deep for this show. Right? I've been there since all of them were in 16 and pregnant. You know. Deep. Right? So, fresh off of Teen Mom Reunion. Didn't finish it. I will wholeheartedly admit it. 
Um, but we still have some of the players. Jade was there. Brianna um, was in attendance. And Ashley was all in attendance. Leah made an appearance to the reunion, too. Um, it was great, for the most part. But now they're back in their own season. And Leah's finding new love. Kale has four kids. Just to speed you up, she has four kids, three baby daddies, and she has her own podcast, and she's just over here thriving. Um, you have Jade, is still dealing with her, uh, as her, her drug addict boyfriend, who's, he can't seem to get it right, and it's a little bit depressing to watch, because Jade has so much potential, but she just has drug addicts just surrounding her. I think she's cut off her parents. I'm not quite sure. This was just, it's episode one of the new season. So we will see. But in episode one of the new season, guess where her baby daddy went? Right back to rehab. That's right. Right back to rehab. Still doesn't have a job. Still is watching. He's watching his kid because of her. She's over here trying to evolve. Still dealing with it. Same story. Different season. And some people would get bored with it, but I'm not bored with Jade. I I like her. Like, <laughs> she's different. I feel like she brings a little bit of a different type of Indiana twist that Amber didn't. She's a little less crazier than, than Amber was. Jade's not going to go to prison. Amber went to prison. And Amber's still, she just does too much. To be honest, to be quite honest, um, Ashley, Ashley was on, was it 16 and pregnant? Or was it young and pregnant? She was on one of those, but her and Barr are married and she's just fed up with him and everything that he's doing. He says that he's going to do a lot of things. He, he does a lot of talking, but there's no action behind it and I like Ashley because she basically looks at him and is like, where are we going to go in this? Like, I'm over here evolving and you're still stagnant. And I'm, I'm tired. She's like, oh, I'm tired. She was snoozing. She's over it. Um, so it'll be an interesting season. And, um, you know, I like to save the best for last. It's not really the best because I really don't like this person. I don't like this cast member. She's messy. She's always been messy. And you know who I'm talking about, right? You know I'm talking about Brianna. Hi, my name is Brianna. I have two baby daddies. One of them is a real big bum. His name is Lewis. And then I have another one that has actually thrived throughout the years. You know, he started off being a bum, but he's really showed up. And even my second daughter by my bum-ass baby daddy named Lewis, um loves my first baby daddy but instead of trying to work to have a co-parenting situation I'm just gonna sit over here and act like I'm just the best thing since sliced bread okay she's so annoying she is like painfully annoying but let's just talk about the mess that she's created so she gets online and she starts talking shit about kale right and kale's like Okay, you want to talk shit about me? Great, talk shit. 
I'm just going to throw a defamation suit on you. Kale is suing Brianna. <laughs> Why do I love it so much? So then, like, apparently, Brianna, you know, she's she's engaged now to a guy named Javi. Not the same Javi that Kale has a baby by. A different Javi. And, you know, her life is just going really great, but now that she has this lawsuit and now she has to pay for retainers and stuff to get her out of trouble and uh, you would think that she would learn after a while but she just can't learn like so on top of getting sued she's basically trying to talk about how she doesn't really feel the, f the fire the flame the nothing no spark between her and her now fiance Javi okay I just, I'm going to be real honest with you guys. Brianna's exhausting. And you want to know why Brianna's exhausting? Because she doesn't know whenever, she doesn't know when she's coming or going. And that's the honest truth. She just needs to be loved. And she picks out the wrong men every single time. Now, we don't know much about this new guy. And I don't think he'll ever allow us to, like, break that fourth wall with him. And that's fine. I honestly, I'm not even interested. I'm just not interested because I'm barely interested in her. You know, just not. Um, where was I going with this? Yeah, Brianna's exhausting and she's being sued by Kale. And that's, we're just going to see everything just evolve between the both of them. They haven't gotten along in a long time. Like, I don't think they ever really got along, to be honest. Remember when they were on the reunion? I don't know if anybody remember, but the people who watched this, they were on the reunion and they were talking shit to each other. And then Brianna's sister came out and pulled Kale's hair and it, on stage and stuff. I mean, can we side note here? They need a new therapist. Dr. Drew is not it anymore. I cannot stand him. He is the biggest enabler of all the teen moms ever. It's, it's not soothing. Like I thought a therapist is supposed to help the moms get better. He does not help them. He just enables them and he's getting paid pretty good coin to do it. So it's like, can we find somebody that's actually going to hold their behaviors accountable that's what I want to see. I mean, you've been watching people for years. After a while, you get tired of the same shit that they do over and over again. And you're like, okay, let's get to the reunion. Let's talk about it. And just Mr. Enabler, aka Dr. Drew. I can't stand him. He's annoying. And I hope other people feel the same way as I do. Is literally, it's exhausting to watch a reunion. Like, I barely watch him anymore because there's no point. There's literally no point. It's a little small recap. It started up again. Um, I'm pretty sure if you just wanted to tap in and see what I was talking about, you're either going to like it or you're not going to like it. It's one of those like hit or misses. And I think a lot of people like miss with this, but it's a hit for me. <laughs> it's a hit for me. And that's all that matters. So take another break. Now we're going to get to the nitty gritty.
of the Housewives. Jersey baby, stay tuned. Okay, so let's see here. I've seen Jersey this week and I've seen OC and I don't even want to talk about OC. It wasn't much. It didn't do nothing for me. So it's not even worth a recap, to be honest. Um, Jersey, I mean, hey, Teresa's still stupid. I mean, my goodness. I don't think she's ever read a book in her natural born life. She doesn't know what, she's the biggest hypocrite. She doesn't know what loyalty is. She wants everybody to be loyal to her, but she just fails it on her behalf. Her daughter's getting on my nerves. How the hell are you going to tell your mom, who's engaged to this new dude, to not get a prenup because of your father? Like, I know there's layers to that shit. I don't really care, to be honest. But, Teresa, you went to prison. Bravo basically paid for your ass to be back on Bravo, right? And you're dating a scam artist. You can't figure that out for the life of you. If somebody walked up to Teresa and actually slapped her and told her that he was garbage, she'd be like, I don't care. I love him. He's good to me. I don't care about his past. And I was like, oh, God, Teresa. She's so irritating. Um, You know, Evan kind of showed up and showed out for Jersey this week. It was like, oh, okay, you're coming after Bill. And honestly, Bill, if anybody can tell, Bill does not like confrontation whatsoever. He doesn't stick up for his wife after he cheated on her, and it was years ago, and she's still going through it because it was, you know, it came out that he was cheating. And do we think that he's still cheating today? There's a possibility. Would we be surprised if we heard about it? Nope wouldn't be surprised so Bill doesn't like to talk about his infidelity isn't that amazing when you um, watch people who don't like drama but create it for themselves really kind of weird but anyways it was nice to see Jennifer and Dolores talk about their experiences because both of their significant others you know Dolores's ex-husband Frank cheated on her while she was pregnant and she left him and so it was nice for them to connect on that level. And I just, does anybody ever wonder, why is Tiki Barber on this season? I, I just want to know why. Because he's doing absolutely nothing. Absolutely. And we're almost halfway through the season. Tiki, did you do it for your wife? Because she she tried last episode. She really tried to stand up to Teresa. And I half respect her for that. But to be honest, I just, y'all ain't doing shit for me. So I'm going to need you to move over to the side and let everybody else just deal with it. But not much from Jersey this week either. You know, they're just still coming off of the pink party and then talking about Louie because he's a scam artist. And if you don't, there's a million deep dives online. And if you want me to send it to you, more than likely, just, you know, DM me on IG. I'll throw you some tidbits not for myself but the people that I do follow on IG did a lot of deep dives during the pandemic um, and they're quality deep dives on Bravo people so it's pretty interesting but I mean that's all I have for the housewives this week um, they've been pretty dramatic for Jersey for the past couple weeks so it's kind of nice to have them be kind of even keeled 
I mean, they did kind of leave when Evan's barking at Bill about being like, uh, oh, your wife didn't start anything? Because Jennifer's mouth does run. Let's just be completely clear about that. She runs her mouth when she is, you know, when people push her buttons and stuff like that. But you run your mouth, but your husband's not there to have your back, and that's a problem. Okay? That is a problem. So until next week with it, Jersey still rolling. OC was just, I just, I got nothing from it this week. So I I don't even want to waste your guys' time with it. So, I mean, take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about my favorite two-hour show. (laughs) Stay tuned. You guys, I'm coming fresh off of watching Married at First Sight. Okay? Fresh off of watching it. I literally think every season, every season since season nine has been insane. Insane. I don't know where they find these people. I really don't. This season's in Boston. And, uh... Again, I don't know where they find these people, right? So premise, real quick, for the people who don't watch it, five couples, they get married at the altar. They have no idea who each other is. They've never seen each other. They've never smelled each other. They've never heard each other. Nothing of the five senses. Zero. They get married. They spend two months together. And um, after the two months, then they decide whether or not they want to stay married or they want to get divorced. Right. That's what you're probably saying, like, I would never, I would never do this. Have I thought about it? Maybe. You know, when you get low into the dating world and you're like, maybe I should, I could never do this. (laughs) Never do it. So anyways, it's just these couples, I just want to be in the room when they select the couples, when they're like, okay, do you think this person will be good and this person would be good together. There's always one couple that's incompatible that will never work out. And part of it is ratings, but also it's like, will these people actually, are they good? Have people in Married at First Sight, have people past cast members actually make it? Yes, they have. A thousand percent they have. Do I think all the couples from this season are going to make it? No. One couple's already divorced or going to get a divorce. Chris and Alyssa, and that's because Alyssa, she treated Chris like shit. She was so mean to him. And I think that's the the reason why that happened is because she talked to his friends and his friends didn't really like put him in a good light. And she thought about it and she was like, I don't even want any of this. So she didn't even try. But every time that she was in front of that camera, she kept on saying, well, I'm a good person and I'm a good person. You don't know how many times I wanted to reach through that television and say, are you a good person? Look, do you really believe that? Because I don't even think you believe your own words. I don't think you believe your own words. She was terrible. And I'm so glad the producers finally were like, it's time. <laughs> Pack your shit. You got to go home. It's We're done. It's over. So Chris and Alyssa, done, gone. Jasmina and Michael, you know, they had a spark the first day. That spark has gone out. I don't think she likes him, and I don't blame her. Do I think he's cute? Nope. 
not my type. I just, just not my type. Has he lied to her? Yes. Do I think that might kind of give her the inkling of why she probably doesn't like him? A thousand percent. And is she condescending to him? Oh, she's condescending. She bar- They don't listen to each other at all. They listen to respond. They don't listen effectively. Communication is very low. And for this episode, Dr. Viviana was showing up at each couple's apartment to talk about how's it going um, emotional. Like, are you guys getting emotionally supported by your other partner? Like, what's going on and stuff? So between Jasmina and Michael, they were talking about the communication aspect and they basically were breaking down in front of Dr. Viviana. And I'm not talking about crying breaking down. I'm basically talking about they were like just yelling at each other or not yelling at each other. Um, But, you know, not listening to each other. So do I think they're going to make it? Nope. (laughs) They're not. I don't think so. And if they do, I will be blown away. Next, Mark and Lindsay. You know when your father tells your future husband that he just met, that she has a sharp tongue and you need to be aware of that and be able to like calm her down. You should probably take that and absorb that. Yeah, that was the key. But uh, Mark's, he's a pretty laid back guy. Everybody likes Mark. He calls himself Mark the Shark. I don't see the shark out of it, to be quite honest. Not at all. Where's the shark, Mark? <laughs> Where's it at? Back in the ocean? Anyways. Lindsay is, she's a lot. Do I like her? People can't stand her. Let's just be real. Fan, she's not a fan favorite. People can't stand her. She reads her husband to filth. And I mean, she goes zero to a thousand. She talks about what he looks like, how he performs in the bedroom, what he does for a living. None of it is good when she gets angry. But she still wants to go back and keep trying with him because, you know, he has qualities that she wants in a husband, but just so he doesn't even woo her. And honestly, I don't get, I'm not mad at her for getting annoyed with him because he is a hot and cold. He's so damn wishy-washy and I don't blame her, but my legs would be shut for him. If you're going to be wishy-washy like this, no, you can keep it and you can take care of yourself. And on that note... Let's talk about Noi and Steve. Talk about somebody who needs to keep their legs closed. Noi definitely needs to keep her legs closed for Steve. You're actually telling me that you don't want to work? I don't want to work, but I have to. He literally is like, I just, I'm, like, I just want to be a wanderlust, and she just doesn't understand why I don't want to work. What? I just, I can't even hear what you're saying right now. I just, it's not coming through to me. Like you're saying that you just, he has an engineering background. He has tons of networks or connects based on what his friends say that he can get a job anytime. And he literally is choosing not to get a job. My, if my significant other literally looked at me and says, I'm choosing just not to get a job. Okay, well, I'm choosing not to be with you. 
I don't need to be with you. Like, it don't work that way. You know, so Noi comes from humble beginnings. That's like one of her things. She wants to have kids and she doesn't want to worry about finances and having a man who's able to provide. And he's like, I'm able to provide for you. Okay, well, show me. Hey, I just got married to you. You're a stranger. You don't have a job. Not really showing me you can provide. But yet they're, you know, they're the most compatible group out of all the other couples. So it's really weird to see this happen. But then again, it's not. It's really not. I just, do I think it's going to work out? <sighs> it might, though, if he gets a job. But I think that's one of the things that'll be a deal breaker for her. And do I think he'll get a job before they have to decide whether or not they want to stay married or get a divorce? I don't think so. I think you'll find him in the woods somewhere being a wanderlust. He's so damn annoying. I just, I can't. Like, I just, I can't. But I say the last and the best hot mess. It's not really the best. This dude sucks. Katina and Elijah Wan. Katina's, again, another beautiful lady, right? And she's this connected to a narcissistic man who doesn't want a wife. He wants a caretaker. Like, when I tell you how angry I get when I watch him, like, how he talks to her, how he says he wants all these things for her, like, first of all, let's just, let's just keep it a buck. This dude was a hoe. And he's like, he admitted it. He's never really had, this is the first, first of all, this is the first time he's ever had a relationship, number one. Number two, which is actually number one, this is the first time he's ever dated somebody within his race. And when that was said, and I think that was said in the sixth or seventh episode, I was like, I had a, I had to text my friend, like, did I miss something the first or second episode or did they just not show that until this episode? And it was confirmed like they didn't show it until the middle of when we got further along into the season. Like Elijah Wan is, oh, he, first of all, let's just be clear here. None of the guys are easy on the eyes. None of them. So and, you know, getting married and finding a partner is not always all about the looks. But you have to be attracted to somebody. But his personality, I don't really even, I just don't think he's cute. I don't. Do I think he's cuter than Michael? Yeah. Um, But the narcissism, it just, oof, just glazes over everything. Nobody wants to deal with a narcissistic person ever. And if you do, Wow. I think that's the Olympics of being in a relationship if you want to deal with somebody who's narcissistic. My fuck that. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. But anyways, um, I think that's it for Married at First Sight for this, for this episode at least. Dr. Vinny Vianas came through and she gave some really good. She gave some really good suggestions. Do I think some people are gonna take it? Eh. I think. Here's the thing. I think when you go to therapy and you hear things and you really want to work on it, you work on it. Um, and then sometimes you kind of flip back to being, you know, what you were before and then you need a reality check again. So 
Until next week, stay with me and I'll be back. Ooh, random-ish for this week. You know, I have some topics that I want to talk about, but I think I'm going to release them as bonus episodes whenever I decide to record them. I think they'll be longer than (laughs) the normal span. I don't think they're going to run like 45 minutes, but they might. One of the topics I'm feeling hot about, I have a lot of opinions about. um, When I think of random things this week, I think about how McDonald's pissed me off. I think about how nice I am when I roll up to drive throughs and I ask the employees, like, hey, how are you? And all they want to know is my order. And to that, for a lot of people, it's like, it's okay. But I actually I really want to know how your day is going. Because I, it might be part strategic of me because I want to know how my food's going to come out. But even when I find that, even when I say, hi, how are you? And then I start giving you my order, um, my fries still come out cold and my McNuggets come out harder than shit. And McDonald's has just been, I mean, is the universe really trying to tell me that I need to stop eating it? Cause it's not going to happen. Like I'm obsessed with McDonald's. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I need that at least once a week in my life. I need the fries I need a McNugget. I might need a biscuit sandwich. I really don't need none of that at all. I need to stop thinking about those things and walk myself into the gym. Me and the gym have just been separated for a little bit, and I think we need to rekindle that romance on God. So that's happening soon. But that's another whole rant that I'm not going to get into because, honestly, I could break it down, and I will. I will break it down of my feelings on my gym, which I do love, but there's just some things of it that I just don't naturally love. But back to McDonald's for a moment. Um, just why? I, where I live, I sit between two McDonald's, and I feel like the one that's near the highway should have hot fries, should just have hot food because it's fast food, right? You would think that, but it doesn't. But the one that like sits in the middle of the city, that one always has hot food, hot fries. It's just a matter of time management and how to get to which one and who's going to be the quickest or whatever. I mean, it's really not that hard to figure out. Like you sh- I should just directly go to the one that's in the middle of the city because I'm going to get hot food, but I steadily go to the other one because I feel like it's closer, right? I'm just trying to give everybody an equal opportunity here. That's really what I'm trying to do. I really shouldn't. And since we're on this topic of fast food, can we talk about, and this is not, I mean, it's considered fast food, but, you know, Starbucks is out here not giving out napkins. And, and that really grinds my gears. If I order a sandwich a napkin should automatically come with it. I really shouldn't have to look at you and say, hey, can I get a napkin? I mean, do you want my car to look like shit? I just want you to know, you want, do you just want crumbs all around me? Is that what you want? Do you think I have a car vacuum just to vacuum my whole body by the time I get out? You know, I, I understand, but it might be just one of those things that, you know, the buck might want to tighten up on. 
just hand me a napkin and I will be fine along with my coffee. You know, it's a short and small rant, randomish that goes on this week. Oh, I will tell you this on docket. Bridgerton's coming out March 25th, being released from Netflix season two. I will be watching Bel Air on Peacock. Um, I'm knee deep in Sweet Magnolias uh, on Netflix, as well as I've been watching Rock the Block on HDTV equal opportunity out here so that's just part of the randomness of the week other than that I will say that in the beginning of the episode I didn't tell you where you could find me which you can definitely find me by Blue Thick on IG but you can also find me if you want to send recommendations um, for the good vibes section as far as the black owned businesses small businesses or just you know you want to shout out a friend good vibes and then you can catch me at vibe email me at vibe with Vic pod at gmail.com and and one last thing is I am working on an intro and outro I'm very type a and a perfectionist and I want music that's really gonna fit my vibe so just bear with me on this journey and we will get it right so and all aspects of it. I appreciate you guys for listening for episode two. And you know, and thanks for vibing with me. Until next time, stay classy.